ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Black Santa here, and as always, this time of year gets me very excited. I'm just wrapping up the presents for the boys and girls. Everyone except for Colby Covington, who's getting this piece of coal. Anyway, it's that special time of year, and I hope you have your friends and family around to share them. Say, Clarence, can you get them dogs down, man? I'm just shooting the show, man. Get them dogs out. Come on, man. Get them dogs out of here, man. So as I was saying, it's that special time of year where you want to spend time with your friends and family and enjoy the Christmas and holiday spirit. Say, man, get them dogs out my lawn, man. Say, man, who you I will beat the egg knock snot out your ass. And say, say something else. I know you think you're playing with. Anyway, Merry Christmas to all. Yeah, I'm going to bust your ass, man. I'm tired of this shit, man. Say, man, who you talk to? Well, it's been a long and crazy year. Some good, some bad, some indifferent. Um, but uh, from us, me to you, the BCMA podcast, all those 50, 60 listeners, I love y'all, man. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. All that stuff. Love each other, as I always say. Let's get on with the show. Long as I'm the number one, I don't care who come after. When I came from Africa, they call me Booty Scratcher. Now they scream a nigga name when I say who's the man. What's up, people? Welcome back to the BCMA podcast. That's the Black Clover Martial Arts podcast. It's your boy Lucky from Lucky's Muay Thai. This is episode number 81. In this episode, we're going to talk about now that the dust has settled, what the hell happened in UFC 296? Was it good? Was it bad? I, I have no idea. But we're going to talk about it anyway. Also, what's the line? Like, when you're shit talking, what's the line? Where's it at? Let's discuss. But first, if you like the show, tip the like, hit the subscribe button, tell a friend, drop a comment below this video. Don't go to my Instagram and drop a comment. It doesn't do these videos any good. I do appreciate the comments, though. If you want to stop by the gym, hit us up, www.luckysintee.com. If you want to try jiu-jitsu, Roberto Carrero is there teaching jiu-jitsu. You can hit him up, at Carrero BJJ. Um, the gym is awesome. It's a great place to get in shape, learn some cool shit, and also hopefully change your life. Um, this is like the goal overall. It's just to change some things about ourselves that maybe we don't like all the time. And this place is the best place for it. So... Family atmosphere, lots of fun, everybody's cool. Stop by, hit us up, www.luckysmt.com. Hit me up directly at Lucky's Muay Thai on Instagram or hit Roberto Carrero up for BJJ at Carrero BJJ on Instagram. Can't wait to see you swing through. Okay, um, let's discuss UFC 296. Let's go backwards. We'll start, we'll start at Ferguson Pimblet just for the main card and then I'll have a couple of like notable things I want to talk about. So Ferguson, Tony Ferguson, legend, trained with David Goggins for this fight to I guess work on his uh mental like stability in there, his mental toughness, like he was mentally tough. Um Patty tried to finish him in the first round, couldn't get it done and went on to sail to a easy victory. Um, Tony Ferguson did put up a fight, which is fantastic. But this is like seven fights in a row that he's lost. He's taken a ton of shit ton of damage. Um, 
Dana says he doesn't think he should fight anymore, but they didn't say he wasn't going to give him any fights. And, you know, I, I have mixed feelings. Obviously, I don't think he should fight anymore. But I think if the UFC is just going to use him up, then they should cut him and let him go earn some better money. That way, at least his last couple of fights, he's making, you know, more money than they probably want to offer him or will give him. But that's just my opinion. But shout out to Tony Ferguson for at least attempting to make the changes necessary for him to be a super successful competitive fighter against young up-and-coming guys. And just, listen, man, he didn't look great, but fuck, he didn't get front kicked like he did with Michael Chandler. And I'm all about that. So, oh, and congratulations to Patty. He didn't look great either. He gassed out towards the end. I don't even know what to say about that fight. It was just a, a non-issue for either guy, really. Patty didn't really show anything show anything and what what Tony showed wasn't really necessarily you know going to help him in the future in the fight game so or at least in the UFC so there it is with that Shafkat Rachmanov fought Wonderboy Thompson and it went you know kind of how you figured it would go the only thing I was kind of tripping about was Wonderboy not using more of the space uh, he was pushing back towards the cage keeping his hand on the cage like understanding the distance all that's great but you have so much space to move around in and you I just thought he would move more and I guess with a little bit of age and that kind of thing maybe that slows down but I still feel like he's bouncy on his toes enough he could have bounced around that that cage no problem and at least tried to stay away but um Shafkot's no joke he apparently has some ligament problems in his ankle and that's why he didn't strike very much but he did go on to take uh Stephen Thompson down and finish him by choke and it just there was nothing you could do that he could do to resist that. And though he tried to put up a little bit of a fight, the the wrestling and so forth and the grappling of Shavkat was just too much. Shavkat Rakhonov, 18 wins, or 18 fights, 18 wins, 18 finishes. He is going to be up for the title against Leon Edwards or Bilal Muhammad, whoever has the title at that point, sooner than later. Be ready for it. Prantoja versus Roy Vall, it delivered. You know, it was everything I said it was going to be in my last podcast, and it was exactly how it, I thought it was going to turn out. Pantoja just had that little bit more, just a little bit more, that championship medal, which is not like, it's something you earn, right? You get the rub along the way, you fight better fighters, you start getting a little bit better from fighting better fighters, and then you reach this championship point, and there's like just this little bit of championship medal that you get. And uh, he was able to definitely capitalize on that. Shout out to Royval, though. He was doing everything he could to, to, you know, pepper up Pantoja. But Pantoja, even in the later rounds, he wasn't doing so well. He was starting to get a little gassed. Royval was popping him with these, you know, these jabs. And then, boom, hit the takedown. Hit the takedown, top position, control the position, little ground and pound, keep his ass there, try to go for some subs, like... Pantoja did everything a champion's supposed to do in that situation, and that's basically when you have an opponent just as tough as you, you have to find a way to win no matter what. And he did it strategically. And Roy Vall fought him off as best he could and did everything he could in the right moments, but Pantoja was just too, too much. All right, main event, Leon versus Colby. I feel like with that kind of intro, like Leon versus Colby Covington, it should have been a better fight. I'm going to say that it takes two to tango, and my biggest issue with this fight was that Colby did not come to tango. And it's disappointing because 
I kind of wanted to see Leon stomp a mud hole in his ass. You know, the thing about selling fights is there are lines. We'll talk about that, I guess. But you need to know you can't write checks that your ass can't cash. If you're going to talk the biggest talk, you better have the biggest fight or the biggest bite because you cannot say things about a person's dead relative and expect and then get in the cage and run backwards basically and then finally get a takedown in the fifth round an opportunity after he's basically out wrestled you which is your game and you hit him with the I don't know what you thought was going to happen with that. I don't know if champion Leon Edwards, who just beat you for four rounds, was... I don't know why I'm talking to you directly, Colby. I don't really know you or anything. But, like, you talked a ton of shit, bro. And that kind of shit, you got to be ready to fucking go to war on. You know, Connor talked a bunch of shit about Khabib and his family or whatever throughout that time. And he did the same shit, man. He got in there and was tired. It's just business. It's just business. No, man. Business is business. Selling the fight, saying, I'm going to beat your ass. You're going to beat my ass. I'm going to beat your ass. You don't train enough. Whatever it is, you're a punk. What All these different things. There is even, you can even go really close and edge to that line. But when you start crossing lines, families and shit like that, and you don't come to fight, Bro, I don't know what there is what what's left for you because nobody's going to hear you talk shit anymore the way you're talking shit. Shit, your boy Donald Trump didn't want to hear you talk shit. That man left out the fucking building and he's sorry as fuck. You would think y'all would fucking, you know, two peas in a pod. <laughs> but whatever. Anyway, um, Leon did what Leon was supposed to do. He went out there and he strategically outstruck Colby Covington, stayed in his face, pressured the shit out of him. And made him feel like you're not meant to be here. And as I said, even when Colby got a little bit of an advantage, he did not show that he was supposed to be there either. He got his legs chewed up. He got peppered upside his head. He got out-wrestled, out-grappled, out-positioned, out-everything. Don't talk about people's families and then show up like a marshmallow. Notable fights on this were Irina Aldana versus Carol Rosa. That fight was crazy. Um, Irina Aldana. Irina Aldana? She got her leg chewed up bad, but she stayed on those jab crosses and throwing good body. I mean, she was just working real hard, um, stepping in. She was taking hella kicks to that inside leg, but it was not enough to stop her. Um she won a unanimous decision over Carol Rosa, but Carol Rosa was bringing the heat. Both of those ladies, that was the fight of the night to me. That was the fight of the night. The scariest notable moment of the night was Josh Emmett versus Bryce Mitchell. Now, for me, it was just random, but every time I watch Josh Mitch, or Josh Emmett, he loses. And I'm like, damn, I, I really kind of like, you know, his. I want to see him go get some victory, get some win. And then I find out he's fighting Bryce Mitchell on short notice. And I'm like, all right. Bryce Mitchell's probably going to try to grapple him or try to, you know, he's going to try to stay away, find a way to try to submit him, some crazy shit. His short notice. And I saw that he had a, re a crazy injury recently. I don't, I don't think he's in there to fucking, like, bang. 
When I say this stuff is not a game, I really, really mean it. Bryce Mitchell worked his footwork for a while, and then when he stepped in and tried to duck his head to throw this this cross or whatever it was, he got crossed up. Nasty. Right across the top of the head and the eye, temporary and whatever it was. Knocked out cold. One punch. That's not the scary part. The scary part is as the camera started to pan around and uh, to Emmett and then back over to Bryce Mitchell, Bryce Mitchell started to convulse. Nobody wants to see anybody convulsing, especially after getting knocked out. I mean, it was a crazy knockout. It is not a game. And, uh, you know, if you're in it, this is this also could be you. So I suggest you really, really train hard, really, really pay attention, really, really study and um, don't make silly mistakes and maybe even don't take bad matchup fights on short notice. Just an idea. But those are my two notables, Irene Aldana and Carol Rosa. And then um, Josh Emmett knocks out Bryce Mitchell. Cody Garbrandt won too, which I don't know where he is yet. I need to see him a few more times. Andre Philly won. He's dope as hell. All right, let's get to this really quick. Oh, side note. Benson Henderson fought Anthony Pettis in karate combat. Shout out to Asim. Known him for years. He's now the president of karate combat. Um, I don't know why. I don't think it got enough uh, interest. And I don't know why. Because this was, maybe it's just timing. But these are two guys that fought and had amazing fights. And you would think that seeing them in a different rule set and a great opportunity for a rematch that more people would be interested. I don't know what people, if a lot of people watched it or not, it didn't seem like I saw a lot of buzz about it, but I enjoyed the fight. I thought it was cool that they were doing it in that style. And I saw a bunch of different things that maybe, you know, you weren't going to see, but the fight was competitive and it was fun. Um, I really kind of wanted Benson Henderson to win this one. Anthony Pettis has a couple of victories already and uh, it was cool, man. So karate combat still, doing its thing. I really enjoy it. Smiling Sam Alvey's over there. I don't think he won the... Or did he win the belt? Just, I think he just won a belt over there. Anyway, it's a fun uh, organization if you like fun. And nobody's talking about kicking anybody's mama's ass or whatever the fuck. Um, okay. Last but not least. Last, last but not least. <laughs> what is the line? Where is it? Is it racism? I mean, as far as the UFC is concerned. Is it racism? Is it sexism? Is it is it assault? Is it uh, allegations? Is sexual assault allegations? Is it you know assault in hotel allegations? Is it what? Where is the line? Is it talking negatively about a person's parents? Talking negatively about a person's dead parents? Is there a way for them to? discipline like any other major sport or is that even a thing or is it just free speech fucking say whatever you want i don't know listen for the fighters i would say you know find your line and do your best not to cross it because first of all it's not worth it and second of all what if you end up like Kobe? um but yeah there's got to be a line somewhere or there's got to be some sort of structured idea of how far willing yo this is supposed to be mixed martial arts there's where's there's there any honor in it or is that like a thing of the past i I just don't know i think it's there sometimes it's not but once you start including people's families and then now we're including people's dead dead family members man they all really want the show bad huh 
there's nothing in my mind in my my heart that makes me say I want to talk about somebody's dead family member at a press conference just to sell a fucking fight and then I'm not even gonna fucking fight yo there's a line somewhere man love each other sell fights make money together don't insult each other's dead relatives and if you're an up-and-coming fighter please please don't follow this this path find a way to talk shit in a way that's entertaining to the people but that you don't sell your soul i mean it's really fucking nasty work anyway i love y'all i hope you like black santa this year it's been a long year i might do one more before it's over but i love y'all i really do next year's gonna be badass stay tuned i'm out Change him to a villain uh, when the system's been set up by racists trying to kill him. Uh, I just want to 